the day. See you later. RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Pierre Tremblay. The top story is two Hong Kong residents from the Diamond Princess die in Japan. The mainland reports its lowest number of COVID-19 infections since January, and Italy quarantines millions as it signs off on a lockdown in the north. Two Hong Kong residents who were on board the virus-hit Diamond Princess cruise ship have died of COVID-19 in Japan, where the ship had been in quarantine. Robert Kemp has more. The Diamond Princess is at the centre of a major COVID-19 outbreak with nearly 700 cases of the respiratory disease and several deaths. One of the Hong Kong residents is a British passport holder and the security bureau said the UK government was providing help to the family of the deceased. The immigration department is assisting the family of the other deceased Hong Kong person. The ship left Hong Kong in late January after an elderly man who had contracted the virus disembarked. The ship is now in quarantine off the Japanese port of Yokohama. A former frontline public doctor who battled the SARS outbreak in 2003 says pregnant women returning from virus-hit Hubei province are relatively low risk when it comes to transmitting the new coronavirus. Dr. Lei Xiufei, who used to head the hospital authority's East Cluster Risk Management section, made the comments following reports that nurses at the Prince of Wales Hospital delivery room had been told they couldn't wear the more effective N95 masks, even though they feared the women could be asymptomatic carriers. Here's Dr. Lei. You really need to assess the risk by people who really know what the situation is to know how to handle it. They're not patients. Those people who come back from Wuhan, they are so-called well. They have no symptoms. So their risks are really quite low. So in terms of them infecting someone else, it's really, really minimal. Last week, the Hong Kong government brought 469 Hong Kong residents back from Hubei on four chartered flights. Some of them were pregnant. Top microbiologist Yun Gok Yong has warned that there will not be an end to the coronavirus outbreak. The infectious disease professor from the University of Hong Kong told a TV program that the situation may ease in the summer, but the virus will spread to the southern hemisphere and there will be imported cases again when winter comes. He said the SAR had done well in protecting itself against the epidemic, but things could get worse if there was an increasing number of cases imported from the mainland or overseas. Meanwhile, Health Minister Sophia Chan has said that it's no time to relax on the fight against the coronavirus, saying there have been rapid outbreaks in many countries across the world. Writing on her blog, she said people should unite with the government and you continue to fight the epidemic. The minister reiterated that people should consider postponing unnecessary overseas trips, and if they must go, they should pay attention to the possible risks and the quarantine measures when they return to Hong Kong. Pro-establishment lawmaker Alice Mack has warned that Hong Kong's economy may not be able to bounce back given the impact the COVID-19 outbreak has had on the mainland economy. The Federation of Trade Unions legislators said the SAR needed to brace itself for a significant hit, citing the spread of the virus, local social unrest and uncertainty arising from the Sino-U.S. trade war. Speaking on RTHK's letter to Hong Kong, she said many sectors and workers were suffering and she didn't expect a swift recovery or a repeat of 2003 when the central government rolled out stimulus measures following the SARS outbreak. We are on the skis. And we could not expect a rapid economic recovery like in 2003 after SARS attack. At that time, help from mainland was immediate. But this time, the epidemic has also dealt a heavy blow to China's economy. That's why, after making sure our community has enough stock to fight against the virus, taking care of the livelihood of our people is of our utmost priority. 
The Hong Kong FTU has been preparing an emergency unemployment fund that can benefit workers that are unemployed due to the recent events. Macau has expanded its medical surveillance program to anyone who's been in Japan, Spain, Germany and France during the past two weeks. They'll be under check for some six to eight hours after entering the SAR, with Macau residents being allowed home and non-residents having to go to designated areas like a hotel. From noon on Tuesday, people who've been to those countries will be subject to a full 14-day quarantine, expanding an existing 14-day requirement for people who've been to South Korea, Iran and Italy. The mainland has reported its lowest number of new coronavirus infections since January, with nearly all the 44 new cases in Wuhan, the epicenter of the outbreak. The National Health Commission said there were 27 new deaths from the virus, all in Wuhan, the capital of Hubei province. The national death is now close to 3,100. Only three cases, all imported from abroad, were reported outside Hubei, two in Beijing and one in Gansu province. Beijing's health commission said the new cases involved arrivals from Italy and Spain. The mainland's Ministry of Emergency Management says at least four people have been killed following the collapse of a hotel in the city of Quanzhou in Fujian province. The hotel was being used as a coronavirus quarantine facility. The ministry also said 38 survivors had been pulled from the rubble, with five in a critical or a serious condition. It said 71 people had initially been trapped. State media had earlier reported that 48 people had been rescued and 67 initially trapped. Meanwhile, min- millions of people have been placed under forced quarantine in northern Italy after the government ad- approved drastic measures in an attempt to halt the spread of the new coronavirus. Writing on Twitter, Prime Minister Giuseppe Conte said he had signed off on plans to strictly limit movement in and out of large areas of the north, including Milan and Venice. And all 3,500 people on board the Grand Princess cruise ship off the coast of San Francisco are being tested for a coronavirus. 21 passengers and crew earlier tested positive for the disease. Here's the BBC's Peter Bowes. Passengers and crew members aboard the Grand Princess now face the possibility of weeks in quarantine if they test positive. The ship has been moored off San Francisco since Wednesday after local officials refused to allow it to dock. It may be allowed to enter a non-commercial port by the end of the weekend. Passengers who are found to have the disease could be taken to shore and quarantined at a US military base. Crew members would stay on the ship. Around the US, there are now almost 400 confirmed cases, with 17 deaths from the virus. The Lebanese Prime Minister Hassan Diab has announced his government's decision to default on a foreign currency debt for the first time in the country's history. In a live television address, Mr Diab said that Lebanon wouldn't pay a 1.2 billion euro bond that matures this Monday. He said the decision had been made to protect the country's interests. The Lebanese state will seek to restructure its debts in a manner consistent with the national interest by entering into fair negotiations. How are we supposed to pay the creditors in other countries when the Lebanese are not able to take their money from their bank accounts? How are we supposed to pay creditors and leave hospitals suffering from a lack of medical supplies? Sport, football, Liverpool have set another record on the way to their first Premier League title in 30 years, winning their 22nd successive home win in the English top flight, beating a record set by Bill Shankly's Liverpool back in 1972. They came from a goal behind to beat Bournemouth 2-1, so Jurgen Klopp's side are back to their winning ways after recent defeats in the league and in Europe and in the FA Cup.
The boys are humans and um, so we wanted to really fight, and give them a proper fight and then the start of the game was really good. We were immediately there and with the first ball they playing behind, they, they scored a goal which was from my point of view a clear foul. But we wanted to fight back before the game, so after that we had to fight back even more So and um, boys did. Arsenal struggled to find momentum for long periods at the Emirates Stadium and could easily have been behind before French striker Alexandre Lacazette came off the bench to clinch a 1-0 victory against West Ham 12 minutes from full-time. Originally, the goal was ruled out for offside before the video assistant referee reversed the ruling. West Ham manager David Moyes believes the video assistant referee was wrong to overrule the on-field officials. Well, I think we've got a, arguably one of the best referees in Europe refereeing the game. I think we've got a couple of very good linesmen. I think their record over the years has been excellent. Uh, they keep telling us that. And uh, I thought the, the linesmen done very well and, and made the right decision. But uh, obviously other people chose to see it different. In other games, Wolves missed the chance to move into the top four as a disappointing nil-all draw at home to Brighton left them still two points adrift of Chelsea in fifth. Sheffield United moved above Manchester United and Tottenham into sixth to further their dreams of Champions League football next season thanks to captain Billy Sharp's winner to beat bottom of the table Norwich 1-0. Roy Hodgson celebrated his new contract as Crystal Palace boss with a 1-0 win over Watford. Newcastle also secured the win that should guarantee their survival courtesy of Alan Saint-Maximin's strike to beat 10-man Southampton 1-0. And Spurs halted a run of four straight defeats in all competitions with a one-all draw at Burnley to stay a point ahead of their North London rivals. To end the news, our top stories once again. Two Hong Kong residents from the Diamond Princess die in Japan. The mainland reports its lowest number of COVID-19 infections since January and Italy quarantines millions as it signs off on a lockdown in the north. The news from RTHK. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a journey by
Yo, Simon, what's up? You ready? Let's get it, baby. Do it, do it. Uh. It's the Sunday session with the homie Simon Wilson. RTHK bang loud through the building. Radio 3 on the dial, no question. Frequency 567 is the weapon. DJ Simon, please replay the diamonds. I remain rhyming. HK is where you find it from the top of the peak to the cyclone streets. Radio 3, heat seek through your speaks. Hey, DJ HK airplay. 1 to 4 p.m. every Sunday. Hong Kong's finest. DJ Simon brought to you live from Detroit Diamond. RTHK.HK. Frequency 567 AM. Radio 3. DJ Simon. Top of Hong Kong Sundays when you find them. Yeah. Welcome along to the Sunday afternoon session for the 8th of March 2020. I'm Simon Wilson, keeping you company all the way through until 4 with the usual mix of quirky stories, be opening up the birthday file, checking out who's celebrating today, this day in history, and of course, squeezing in as many of your requests as possible. Having a look at what's going on around the world, we're nine days away from everybody painting themselves green and get absolutely... Uh, uh, yeah, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, 14 days away from Mother's Day in the UK. 21 days until British summertime and clocks go forward. Although if you're in the States, it's spring 